This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There seem to be no shortage of defensive linemen that are just hanging out. How many times this year have we had a team, you know, well into the season? Today is December 12th, sign a defensive lineman who's just available, right? Linval Joseph was this yeah, for the, the Bills. Bills. The Bills did it, yeah, right. Maybe this is like, is Indomitian Sue on a team? I don't think he landed anywhere. So he's just, he's next. And, and he was the one who was, well, I don't know, making the most noise, whatever. He, he's one of the guys that I heard, like, I want to play, and I want to play for a contender. But I want it to be only like December on because I'm old. <laughs> right. Didn't Clowney do this too, maybe with Baltimore? I'm not sure if that was mid season, but there have been a few. Ross Tucker with us on the West Her hotline. Ross, you know what? The only word for it anymore is an empire. You have an empire going with your podcast and all your broadcasting and just your fame. And also, you're giving away Madden. Uh, games and you've got your Christmas gift idea. I keep seeing that front page. What's what? Uh, how, how do you find the time? Uh, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I tell people a lot. I guess I've always felt like so. There's two things I think are cool. I think um, entrepreneurship, starting small businesses, um, something I, I really enjoy. So I've got three. And then, obviously, I love the media stuff and calling games and everything. But they're really small businesses. I mean, they employ, like, one or two people. Um, but I don't know. They're profitable. And I take pride in the fact that, you know, my one business, Go Big Recruiting, my two guys that are still with me have been with me for 15 and 13 years. So I must not be the worst boss of all time. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the Go Big Recruiting one I started – I really saw a need when I was being recruited as an athlete. The podcast business was just dumb luck because ESPN hired me to do their podcast. And I said, yes, I didn't even know what a podcast was. It was like 2009. So after doing it for them for three years, I kind of went out on my own. And then the most recent one, uh, my front page story.com, a buddy of mine who's a newspaper writer started it and he really just needed funding. So I funded it and then realized, you know, that we uh, kind of needed to go in a different direction. And um, it's been awesome, actually. It's really cool. Like, it's probably the one I'm most excited about or proudest of because of what it does for people. I mean, you talk to a writer for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Like, everybody's driving home from work right now, right? You talk to a writer for 10 minutes while you're driving home from work, or you can sell an email. Tell them how great your wife is or your significant other. Could be for your mom, your dad, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, man. They, they write this story. It looks like it's on the cover of the Buffalo News. Like, it's beautiful. Framed pictures of you and them. 
the kids, whatever. And I tell everybody, my two pieces of advice are this. As they're opening it, they won't really know what it is. It's like just like a framed picture. It's like, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. Does that not sound amazing? <laughs> like that, that's like the best line. You can like, like the, they're always like, they get this quizzical look like, what do you mean he has a story written about me? Like they're all confused. Right, who's writing and then they can't wait to me. read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then when they read it, you got to make sure you tell the writer, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does for me and the kids. Dude, I'm telling you guys, it's like next-gen stats, 80% cry rate when they read that line like 80 <laughs> percent when story. they read the line i never thank her enough for the little things by the way even if you can't think of the little things even if there aren't little things just make say them that up. right make them up yeah so <laughs> just, just make it up everybody has their own idea of what the little things are that they do to contribute to their family yeah, i mean it's so funny because they cry and they're always like i just didn't know you noticed I just, uh. it's hilarious and so then it'll be hanging up in the house forever the next five years, you can get her a gift card to Tops or whatever else you guys do up there. <laughs> but for for one year, you can do something unique and cool and special. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com, and it's amazing. You buy five years of Goodwill right there, one, one purchase. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to imagine how my life would be if I rolled up with a grocery store gift card as a gift for my wife. At least wrap it. <laughs> At least wrap it. Hey, you want to hear something terrible? Yes, badly. Like, I feel, once again, as usual, I'm talking to you guys like there aren't thousands of people listening. So Tens. I'm so bad. Like, I ask my wife what she wants because she know I can't get her a front page story. She knows I own the company now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's a tough like one. You're not even yeah. getting her something. Right. Um, so I, <laughs> you guys can all go to myfrontpagestory.com. I can't. So anyway. She always says, now, here's what she says to me now. You don't need to get me anything. I'm like, um, are we really going to do this? <laughs> like, like, that's, like, I love my wife, but you can't say that. No. I know you don't need anything, but, but I have to get Yeah, I, I actually do have to get you something. I do. I'm not going to show up Christmas morning and be like, yeah, you said I didn't have to get you anything. So <laughs> right. now my wife... Have to, you want to, really. You want to, right? Right. It's not this have. I mean, I I want to, exactly. I want to, but I would like some direction. (laughs) So now, my wife literally just emails me a link to like a pair of uh, like ski pants or pajamas or something that says size medium. So literally, my entire contribution to the gift is just putting my credit card information in on the website like how pathetic is that although i don't reply to her email so that there's still some uncertainty <laughs> she's not sure you saw it. To do it. Is, is this transaction complete yet because i wouldn't do it why because you could still get a, easily get a better score just you know taking a few minutes to think just something she said recently that she could use help with or wants or just, you know, even she's probably very magnanimous, even if it's more for someone else, uh, rather than just sort of make the credit card transaction. Like you said, you're, you're on it. You've recognized this is pretty, you know, this is pretty. Yeah. Mike, if I, if I had that type of intuition, 
Mm. To like listen to her and her needs and that's, know what well, would be a good gift. That's, you wouldn't be getting the email in the first, in the first place. place. That's right. your concession. I can't help you then. That's I mean, that, that's what she really wants, Ross. Going on is I, I, you know, what she does like is she does like going out to eat, and so I'll go to like our her three favorite restaurants, including the one I don't like, and I'll get gift cards because then we're like locked into a date night. Like, we're doing a date night tonight. So then we're locked into a date night. She likes that. Like, she likes the time. And if, if, if I get her a gift card to the place she knows I don't love, then it's like I'm sacrificing. So mm. that's do, my move. Do something for her car. Oh, that's a whole other story. I, I'm trying to get her to go car shopping with me. I think she's got like 170-some thousand miles on her Ford Explorer. And it's been snowing around here. I'm like... That thing's gonna. That thing's gonna crap out on you soon. We better start looking. Yeah, let's. Interesting stuff. Ross Tucker with us here on the West Shore Hotline. Uh, Ross. That's why the Bills win over the Chiefs was so big, Mike. Right, because we could get all get to all this. <laughs> Not to mention Miami's loss. It's a much different looking AFC playoff picture after this game, with also some teams in the middle that just Pittsburgh may be falling apart. Houston's getting getting hurt. I mean, it's. It's there now, Ross. So if you look at NFL.com, they have everybody ranked in terms of where they fall on the tiebreakers. I don't know if you guys have looked at this, but I think right now, I mean, I'm sure you know how many teams there are that are seven and six or whatever. Yeah, six. But the Bills, I guess based on whatever tiebreakers, are dead last out of those seven and six teams. So, like, if you go to NFL.com, they're, like, 11th right. mm-hmm. in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills. And yet, today, on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, they were my number five team in the entire NFL, yep. in the entire league right now. And I always do this by based on what I think would happen in a series of games in my backyard right now, like neutral site, five-game series, seven-game series. I have Niners one. Cowboys two, Ravens three, Eagles four, Buffalo Bills five. I have them five based on how they played the last couple games, based mm-hmm. on how I feel about them right now. Which is kind of, Wouldn't it be crazy out of all these years when they've been so good, such good records, winning the division, hosting home playoff games, wouldn't it be wild if this is the year yeah. Where they like win three road playoff games and get to the Super Bowl? It would be perfect. By the way, they seem entirely capable of doing right now. I would say it'd be perfect because the year the Bills actually win a championship, it's better if it's a year where they were you know kind of given up on. <laughs> it's sort of it's it's better. Um, yeah, yeah. At this well, point, it's like they've gone from really high expectations to totally falling short of them. To, to, to lowering the expectations so low that now it feels like they're going to exceed them. Like, I feel like uh, this is like a McDermott, Brandon Bean, Pagula mind trick right now when they get to the AFC Championship game and maybe win it. You know, I, I'm sure Bulldog wants to get some questions in here, too. But one, one point I'm, I'm thinking of is how at times this year when you've talked about the Bills, Ross, you're like, yeah, they're good, but can you imagine them winning a playoff game in Cincinnati, in Kansas City, whatever the example of the day is? And this was a close game, and they did get a huge break 
And Ross, <laughs> by the way, just, you know, high marks for the, the tweet with Tony missing or whatever you did there. Um, no, 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 no. He wasn't missing. It's a different play? He, like 15 he was yards down a little field. bit offside, nine yards downfield. <laughs> right. Oh, he's in that picture. He's it's in like, that oh, picture. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he's next to the Bills linebackers in the picture. I didn't <laughs> even catch that. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, most people didn't. Most people didn't. And so that's what's so funny about it is like, oh baby, that's good for the, for the people that for the people that argue like it's, it's they shouldn't have called that. It's like okay, well then. How far downfield can he be before they should call it? Including, I saw a baseball. At, at, at what point? At what point is it like okay? They should probably call that. A former uh, baseball rookie of the year, Greg Olson, took the bait. Jim Everett, his response seemed to be that he liked what you did. That's what I. That's what I took yeah. from that. Was that the real Greg Olson? Seriously? Yeah, he was a or, Orioles pitcher. Yeah. I didn't know that that was actually him. Yeah. You know, the scary thing about that is, I do it for humor. It, you know, I mean, like the people that. Did they even read where I said Patrick Mahomes deserves a public apology? Like, how could you think I'm even a little bit serious? A public apology for Patrick Mahomes? Like, and they obviously didn't look at the picture. It is downright scary. And I know we don't get political here, Mike, but downright scary how many people respond and strenuously object and are all animated and upset without actually reading the text or looking at the picture. I mean, I'm not even asking you to read an article. I'm not asking you to click on anything. Just actually read the 100 words, 100 characters that are there, and look at the hilarious picture. I can't believe it. I was thinking about this today. Probably 80% of people thought it was amazing and laughed, and 20% of people didn't get it, went over their head. I'm a little concerned now. What if some of my bosses, like, are part of the 20%? I well, just think I'm like a total moron. Like, they didn't get it. But I would like to think that if you know me, yeah. and you know me at all, like, you would know that I'm a jo- uh, I'm joking around. It, it's like a, it's a spoof, but maybe not. I don't know. The, just to get, you, get the question out, this was a close game, and they won it. It's almost the playoffs now. If they make it, are you going to think of them as a team that you'd expect to lose a close one? Yeah, I, I guess I would expect them – to probably lose one, uh, one of the three, if that makes sense, yeah. right? So, like, if they can't win the division and they have to win three road playoff games, I think they're pretty much as good as anybody in the AFC. I think they could go on a run and get to the Super Bowl, but my guess is they probably would find a way to lose one of those three games on the road. I, I still um, – don't have a tremendous amount of faith in the head coach. I think I think the combo of the quarterback, even though I love him, but he's just so darn entertaining. I mean, just the plays he made, it's just so fun to watch. So talented, so entertaining. He still has an interception every game or a fumble where you're like, dude, and that might cost him. And if that doesn't cost him, you know, these are these are these are high leverage situations like they say in baseball now. These are close games. If that doesn't cost them, kind of feel like McDermott taking a knee with 20 seconds left in a timeout to go to overtime or whatever they were doing before the two minute drill on Sunday. I feel like that will come back to haunt them. Well, you know, I think the- in one of those three games that that combo yeah. will do them in. 
Well, how, how do you feel about the division with Miami collapsing like they did last night? I mean, they, they've got, yes, they've got the Jets this week, but then they've got Dallas, and then they've got Baltimore, and then they've got the Bills, and all the Bills really need here is, you know, they, they need to hold serve and take care of their end, of course, and they've got Dallas themselves this week, but Miami drops one more game than them, then it's all the marbles week 18. Yeah, I feel like, um, well, let's put it this way. I mean, if the Bills win Sunday against Dallas, they're definitely going to the playoffs, in my mind, and they have a great opportunity to win the division. Sunday is the key. They definitely have an easier schedule, you know, in between that mm-hmm. this weekend and the Week 18 game against Miami as opposed to the Dolphins. So I think that's the key. If they can win this Cowboys game, boy, I'll be feeling real good about the Bills because I'll feel like they'll definitely get to 10 wins which means they're in the playoff, and they'll have a pretty darn good chance against the Dolphins to win the division, which is remarkable. And that's a big loss, by the way, for the Dolphins losing their center, Connor Williams. Center is not a good position to lose a guy. Just not. I mean, with the amount of difficult blocks those guys have, with the communication, all that stuff. I mean, they they fumbled a snap last night when the backup came in. That's a – like, if you talk to professional sports bettors, on Tuesday I do the Even Money betting podcast, and uh, believe it or not, centers can affect betting lines minimally. So usually quarterbacks swing the line significantly, and maybe a star player can, but there's enough of a track record with backup, quarter, uh, backup centers and it really hurting the team that, like, sometimes a backup center can almost be worth, like, half a point or at least it's something that the professional betters take into account. That's a big loss for them, especially because they're banged up elsewhere on the offensive line already. Yeah. How, how, how do you feel about Dallas coming in here off of, I mean, it was a, a big night, an important night for them, sort of, you know, kill off some narratives about Prescott and the Cowboys in general in a big spot against the big bad Eagles. So, I mean, they, they get it and get it pretty comfortably. Um I don't know. I mean, from your playing days, let down at all? Like, where where are you at on Dallas coming in here off of that big win? Yeah, I mean, I think historically, there's kind of two ways you can go after that. You know, it can spur you on to really start playing well and confidence and all that stuff. Or there can be a little bit of a letdown because everybody's telling you how great you are and everything you put into the last game and all that. I don't know, though. I kind of feel like Buffalo's in the same category, right? Right. They yep. won at Kansas City. So I think mm-hmm. I think that probably evens itself out or negates itself because they're both coming off really impressive wins. Ross, you've mentioned many times your affection for the Bills and their fans and the, the pleasure you had playing for the Bills. You also played for Dallas. What's, what's something that's different about playing for Dallas? Um... Well, there's a lot. Uh, one would be, I'll give you a few. <laughs> one would be, it felt like after the games, it was like more of a fashion show for especially the significant others, where in Buffalo, like, I don't know, maybe it's because it was cold, but my wife and everybody else, all the other, like, they're just kind of wearing, like, 
a hoodie or a jacket with like right. uh, a cap. You know, like there was, it was Mittens. just different, different vibe. <laughs> right. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. It's like L.A. versus Pittsburgh. You know, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Dallas is like a mini, mini L.A. in that in that regard. That's one. The other thing is like I remember first couple times, first couple games when I was there. We show up at the hotel. There'd be like over a thousand people there at the hotel. I don't know how they if they gave out what hotel we were at or whatever. And I was only with the Cowboys in '02, till Parcells cut me in '03. And uh, I remember like we rolled to a hotel. There'd be like a thousand people there, treating us like we were the Beatles. And I guess Emmett Smith was still on the team, so you know they still kind of had that vibe with them but i remember thinking like do they know we stink like they know we're five and eleven um so i thought that was interesting just like the the allure like even if you're a bad player or average player like the the allure of playing for the cowboys like there are people that whereas like just different like no and, and don't get me wrong there would be bills fans at away team hotels as well or even the home hotel, but not the same volume, not the same vibe. Like we were like, mm-hmm. you know, music stars. And then I guess what the guys did, I don't know. Maybe this is more about who the coach was at the time or so the culture there, but that, that there was like, there was a large percentage of Cowboys that would go to route 12 which is where the adult establishments are, like almost every day after practice, mm. like almost every day. Whereas in Buffalo, we would just kind of go to the Big Tree Inn, like or a dive bar, and just drink like Labatt Blue Light and hang out with each other. That was not. It was just a very different vibe in Dallas. The coach of way, I'm from East. I'm from Eastern Pennsylvania or yeah. East Central Pennsylvania, like. Buffalo was more my vibe. Yes. Mm-hmm. By the way, quickly, the coach of that team was Dave Campo. I have a family member who is close friends with him, and I've been told, hey, anytime you want to talk to Dave Campo, let me know. And so would you think we would like that? Yeah, I like Dave. All right. I thought he was great. I think it's a great story. He was like, I can't remember where he's from, but I remember like being in the hot tub with him before practice some, one time. And I think he was like a coach, like Central Connecticut State or whatever. I remember thinking, like, you ever think, man, like, I'm the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? You know what I mean? Like, pretty unbelievable. Yeah. And he was like, nah, not really. I was like, okay. Well, um, but, yeah, he's a good guy. All right. Really good guy. I I, I liked him. Um, they, They had a culture issue when I was there, right? Like, if you didn't like something that the coach would say to you, and you were a star player, you could call the owner, and, like, the coaches knew it, and it's just that, – that, that never works. Right. Thank you, Ross. Good luck with the uh, gift-giving. Enjoy your date night and everything else. Yeah, sounds good. Myfrontpagestory.com. Appreciate that, you guys. Mike, thank you for giving me the advice. Something I already knew and I'm not capable of doing. I appreciate that. You got to shoot your shots. All right. Thank you, Ross. There you go, Ross Tucker. His weekly appearance here on WGR brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. 
More on Bills Cowboys and the Dolphins loss as we continue. 803-0550, Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 